Greetings and welcome to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Michael. We continue our podcast on angels in Advent. We're on part three, taken from that traditional prayer where we say, Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side to light, to guard, to rule and guide. Amen. In the last two weeks, we uh, looked at uh, the Annunciation uh, to Mary and looked at that sense of an angel enlightening or bringing light to the situation. Last week, we talked about St. Joseph in the Gospel of Matthew, particularly around that sense of being ruled, that is, uh, to take Joseph's plans and in a dream to be able to uncover uh, the great deep mystery of the Incarnation. This week, we go back to Luke and we encounter the shepherds very famously and everyone's crash scene here at St. Dominic's. We've got our crash up. So we're open from 12 to 4.30 every day. Come down and experience uh, the shepherds in living color, if if you will. But we do a little Lexio Divina. That is that ancient practice of reflection, contemplation, just kind of being moved by the spirit uh, and reflecting on the gospel itself to see how angels guide us. That is reliably lead us from our own perspective, from our own sense of where God is leading us and to a deeper perspective of truly what God wills for us, that we are able to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And guess what? Everything else will be provided in that moment. So we do a little bit of a deep dive and have insights uh, beginning even even in uh, that, uh, that sense of what it means to be living in the fields uh, to a little bit of a reflection on Tolkien and, and song when it comes to uh, creation. And so uh, a wonderful, beautiful um, reflection for you as we come closer uh, to Christmas. And so whether you're on the go or taking it slow, Many, many blessings as you enjoy today's show. Greetings and welcome back to St. Dominic's Weekly. Father Isaiah over here, Father Michael over there. We are on part three, I believe, of our Angels in Advent series. We're coming very close within a week of Christmas. Um, How are you you doing? It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) You ready for Christmas? Are are any of us ever ready for oh, Christmas? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, been, I mean, Advent is my favorite time of year. So, I mean, this is just great. Yeah. It's contemplating. It's true. This is the yeah. lo- lo- nearly the longest Advent that could be, right? Right, yeah. So, we could have it maybe, what, more so it's on Christmas on Friday. So, it could be on Saturday. So, basically, it's within one day of the longest possible right. Advent. Right, yeah. So, we're really milking it this year for Advent. Amen. <laughs> the more I say it, prophet Isaiah, the better. That's true, because if, if Christmas is on, well, wait, it's Christmas is on Sunday. If Christmas is on Sunday, then you get four. So, so four yeah, so it's two days, weeks. four full yeah. weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess you get, so we get, we, we're, we're two do- days short. But if it's on Monday, then you get the shortest, the shortest possible, right? right? So, the fourth so week between, of Advent is about 10 hours long. Exactly. <laughs> you go, you go <laughs> vigil, fourth, and then because then you have Christmas Eve is actually interrupting the fourth Sunday right. of Advent. Why yeah. these, uh, these, these people are like, what are these liturgical obscurities? But it all makes a difference, right? It's like, how, long do, you, how long do you do it? It's all about good timing. And in terms of, unlike Lent, where there's definitely those progressions of uh, kind of the fasting, penance, mm-hmm. almsgiving, and then passion, death, and resurrection, uh, in Advent, you kind of go through a phase of Jesus' coming. We've right. talked about mm-hmm. that sense of the, the kind of arrival of Jesus, the parousia. Yeah. And now in the preface for, this, for the second um, aspect or the second yeah. uh, kind of leg of Lent, it already says, we already rejoice at your nativity. So already right. in the prayers for Advent, 
there's a sense in which we're recognizing that Christ is already somehow kind of here. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. So there's already yeah. this we're rejoicing. So all the all the different uh, Advent slash Christmas parties and gift exchanges. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they've already, they're 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 already in, in in our midst. So beautiful, wonderful time of year. I hope for uh, that's all you are able to uh, to celebrate as as uh, we're able during these days. And this third uh, piece of uh, taking the idea from that traditional prayer of the guardian angels to lie and guard, rule and guide. Uh, so we've done so far, we've done a light mm-hmm. with the Annunciation, that right. sense of enlightenment and those yeah. core principles. Then we had last week, we had rule. With St. Joseph. and St. Joseph yeah. and the kind of Joseph's Annunciation, if mm-hmm. you will, the Annunciation yeah. of St. Joseph in a dream. Right. And those principles there. And then uh, this is kind of, we're going to mix it up. We're going to go guide. Guide. We're, we're wow. going to save okay. God for last. Yeah. All right. <laughs> guide. So, Most people think guide would be St. Joseph, but no, no, no. We're going shepherds today. Shepherds today. Yeah. So. <laughs> now, here's an easy, uh, an easy remembrance. There are certain traditional Christmas stories. You think of right. Mary, you yeah. think of Joseph, you think of the shepherds, right. and you think of the wise men. Mm-hmm. And the easy way to remember if you're trying to, like, where in the, in the Gospels are these um, what's the breakdown? They each they each share two and two, I think, right? Yeah, so it's Mary and the shepherds. Yeah, and, and then, those are in the Gospel of, and that's in Matthew. No, it's oh, the shepherds are in Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you've yeah. got Mary and the shepherds, shepherds are in Luke. Yes, and the Magi or the the wise guys, and, oh, Joseph, and Joseph, the wise guys. <laughs> Joseph, yeah. Joe, and the wise guys yeah. are in Matthew. Let's right. say, so that's the way to yeah. I think of it almost like kind of Matthew is all about the, the sense of the the royal coming of Christ right. and mm-hmm. the sense of a, you know the fulfillment of law and the, the kind of preaching to the the, the nations. So right. it's a fulfillment of the Abrahamic promise. So Matthew very much centered in that Jewishness. Luke has that kind of insight into into Mary, into the poor, the shepherds mm-hmm. as we see are, are right. kind of on the margins. Uh, you get this kind of insight into the humanity of Christ vis-a-vis uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Right. Mm-hmm. All the encounters with women in right. the uh, New Testament mostly come either in Luke pre- predominantly or also in, in John, yeah. uh, the woman at the well and so forth. But anyway, so that's kind of an easy way to remember. He says like shepherds, you go to Luke, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't know we wouldn't know about uh, the wise men except for uh, Matthew, Matthew yeah. and then mm-hmm. the shepherds except for Luke. So we've so indeed we've got this um, passage, and once again we're going to look at that uh, aspect of the shepherds, and particularly just kind of reading a segment and using that ancient uh, technique of. Mm-hmm. Lexio Divina. And just remind us really quickly yeah. what Lexio Divina is all about. So Lexio Divina is just uh, like, it, it means sacred reading or mm-hmm. holy reading. So we will just allow the shared scripture to um, just ponder in the deepest of our hearts and whatever contemplations the Lord gives us, that's what we share to each other. Yeah. So you, you read a passage, you just kind of sit with it. You can even kind of reread it and mm-hmm. ponder it. And then you take a moment and you kind of, you can do little word study. Kind of, what word jumped out at you? And right. kind of do a mm-hmm. little study around yeah. that um, or phrase, an idea. Mm-hmm. And then you come back to it and read it again and then kind of contemplate. So it's this, it's kind of coming back to the text again and again, mm-hmm. applying your own life situation, applying a little study, a contemplation. So we're going to use yeah. a, a technique similar to that. We're going to read it through and then we're going to just see what jumps out at yeah. us. And, and hopefully this is yeah. an edifying conversation for us, us all. And so uh, we'll begin in uh, Luke chapter two, and this is starting in uh, verse eight. This is right after the uh, birth of Jesus proper. So we place ourselves in that uh, presence of our Lord Jesus. A reading from the gospel according to St. Luke chapter two, verse eight. 
Now there were shepherds in that region, living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were struck with great fear. The angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Messiah and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And when the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds turned and said to one another, Let us go then to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And so when they went in haste, they found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known the message that had been told to him, to them by the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things in her heart, reflecting on them. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right. So we're, we're looking at the kind of that sense of guidance here, the, mm-hmm. the, the angel and, and then the whole host. Um, what jumps out of you just kind of off the, off the top? Well, thinking that, uh, first of all, that the angels come to guide the poorest of the poor mm. there. Um, mm-hmm. The very fact that um, the shepherds, they were outside the t- a town proper. Mm-hmm. And effectively, I mean, let's face it, the Holy Family was on the uh, town proper insofar as that there was no room for them at the inn. Yeah, no inn. <laughs> yeah, so um, so bad planning on Joseph's part. Um, <laughs> yeah, we covered that in general. <laughs> so, no, it's, I mean, it's uh, something yeah. that is, uh, I guess we are familiar with, yeah. but I mean, being in that city, I can't think of a worse situation. Yeah, yeah. Than, so just embarrassing and... and yeah. yeah, and fearful. Your wife is pregnant. You're not sure how the yeah. labor's going to go. You've yeah. got no help, no rest, no, you're yeah. kind of off, off on no the, the side. Yeah. yeah, off on the yeah. side barn here, off in the stable or a little cave outcropping. Yeah. Um, and here are the shepherds on the outside of town, so not that far away, you mm-hmm. know. So um, uh, they, they being on the outside as well, you know, the angels, they come at night. You know, so we're at a kind of a obscure time, literally obscure time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of, dare I use the word marginalization. Mm-hmm. So a lot of um, um, the angels come to the outer. That, yeah. 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 Come to, if you, you might say, it's a theme in the Gospel of Luke where mm-hmm. the Lord makes himself known uh, to those who are least expected right. to mm-hmm. <laughs> receive that message. And so it goes all the way back to the the kind of a counterintuitive blessing that would mm-hmm. normally come through the firstborn 
and the firstborns get a systematically exactly. <laughs> kind of turned on their head. Everyone from mm-hmm. well, you've got, from Cain and Abel all the way down through um, the J- Joseph and his brothers. Right. Um, mm-hmm. What are other famous? You get Jacob as Jacob, well. Jacob, and, J- Esau. J- J- Jacob yeah. and Esau, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, even even Saul and David, right? Saul's right. the first king, even though they're not blood related. It's kind of the first the first choice, the obvious choice. Uh, Saul, who's actually a firstborn in in, in the uh, tribe of Benjamin, and then you end up getting the least of the of, of the sons of mm-hmm. Jesse, you know, right. and David. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So the, here's here's that unexpected uh, motif. Um, I, I I just even maybe just starting out that very first line uh, resonates in the sense that uh, with what you're saying about marginalization, where the, where's the what's the context of these uh, shepherds? They're in they're in the region, so they're just like you said in the outskirts, and they are living in the fields. Mm-hmm. And they're keeping night watch over their right. flock. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, I forget which one of the church fathers uh, opines about this, but he takes those two uh, details. Mm-hmm. And of course, like any of those who might interpret scripture, especially on a spiritual level, looking yeah. for insight, uh, relates it in a way to take those details and, and says, well, living in the fields and says, are not all those who follow Christ in a sense living in a place which is has an impermanence to it yeah mm-hmm. right so in other words jesus comes and yeah. they say jesus you know where where are you staying and he's like foxes have dens you yeah. know and uh, or lairs and yeah. and, and, and birds have nests. nowhere to lay his head exactly so come on see yeah. and that's not it's not like saying that jesus is homeless but in the sense that uh, here in this world a christian really has no fixed abode right uh, in the sense of ultimate permanence, right. like we're we're just passing through. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that. That uh, and it's 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 it can be tr- um, translated into whatever faith you believe. And so, if you're Jewish, yeah. you can, a rabbi. But there's a story of of, of a priest, right? And, right. and so mm-hmm. he's he's traveling, and um, at a certain point, he um, he he gives a talk or something, and he and he and he um, he's as he's as he's, he comes back home, and people say, "How did it go?" And he says, "Oh yeah, I got to meet people." I got to, and he says, "Let me show you some of the kind of the photos and things from my journey." So they kind of come, and they they come into the place where he he lives, and they look around and. And they say, oh, Father, this is you're very simple. You don't really have many belongings. Like, like you know, well, what, what, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. And he says, well, when you stay in a hotel, you know, how, how is it? Well, you know, what, what kind of belongings do you bring with you? Oh, and they just, they say, oh, just like a little satchel, not, not much. And he goes, why is that? And he says, well, they go, well, we're, when you're traveling, you're just passing yeah. through. And he says, well, well so am I. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. This is like, the simplicity is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's the idea that we're all just passing through. Right. Right. <laughs> the, the earth is just a, a maybe a, well, hopefully for, for some of us, a more long term in terms of our own relative right, 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 right. things. But I mean, as, as the psalm says, a 70, 80 for those who are strong. Exactly, so our yeah. time is, is quick here. And so the shepherds embody that sense of that fact that we have no abiding place here right. mm-hmm. and they're living in the fields that are, they have no permanent home. They literally go field to field. They go where right. they go where they need <laughs> to feed their flocks. Yeah. And as Jesus says in the gospel of John, I go to prepare a place for you. There is no place on earth for us yeah. ultimately, but that place prepared for us in this father's mansion in that, mm-hmm. in that heavenly dwelling place yeah. is our real home. So he says, those who follow Christ are like the shepherds, right. are those who see this world as they're just passing through the right. same attitude we would have if we're traveling 
uh, to be with family or to be, you know, that kind of yeah. uh, kind of sense of we're just passing through is, is key to what the shepherds are going to be revealed. Right. So why do the shepherds get this great epiphany of an angel and then the heavenly host? Because they had the kind of mindset that we're just passing through. Yeah. This is not our abiding place here on earth. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was, that's that kind of what we're saying, you're saying the margins, kind yeah. of spiritualizing that and to say, in some sense, the earth, <laughs> this earthly existence right. is, is exactly. kind of yeah. relative mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah. And then the other detail um, that they are keeping the night watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's that sense in which uh, we heard in, in Advent early on watch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that sense looking, of looking forward to the rising of the sun. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the sun is coming, the sunrise is coming. Are you looking for it? Kind right. of thing. Exactly, yeah. um, and here you have a sense of the shepherds keeping night watches to both for watch for threats, but mm-hmm. then also to kind of scout for, <laughs> for friendlies. <laughs> so yeah. you're doing mm-hmm. both <laughs> in yeah. a sense. And you're just, um, how to put it, there's, there's a care and watchfulness for that which you've been given responsibility right. for. And mm-hmm. so for, for the Christian, it's that sense of, are we watchful? Uh, certainly for the coming of the Lord in our lives, certainly yeah. that second coming, you know, who knows when that will be, right. but also for the, as uh, I think we mentioned before, that, that third kind of coming, that coming, which is in the now, like, mm-hmm. where's God present? Are we, yeah. are we reflecting every night? The way I in, interpret this for myself is in the, in the evening prayer, when we do our exam every yeah. night, uh, you ask yourself, where did I see Christ today? Where was right. I watchful for that? And the last prayers we pray are like, Lord, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Lord, like the, the, the Simeon prayer, you know, yeah. the Nuke Dimitri says it's right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the shepherds there. They're living as if they have no permanence and they're watchful. Right. And when yeah. you do those two kinds of things, um, as uh, the ancient uh, scripture commentators will say, when you have that sense of watchfulness for Christ, expecting for Christ, mm-hmm. guess what? you're going to get the message, (laughs) which is what the angels gave. It says then only in this context, the angels, the angel, so it's a single angel appears Mm -hmm. and the glory of the Lord shone around him. And he was struck with great, they were struck with great fear. So once again, when angels arrive on the scene, it's a terrifying. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it actually, awesome. It, it is, yeah. it fills one with awe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And reminded. Awful in that Awful. Way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Full yeah. of awe. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were, the glory of the Lord shone around, not the angel, but around the shepherds. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't yeah, it? it yeah. It is. Cause it's, it's, it's singular. You know that the, the context tells you that cause the angel is singular, but it's plural uh, in the Greek for the, the, what the glory modifies. Right. Yeah. So, it's something we were saying earlier about yeah. like when, when Christ arrives, heaven breaks into reality in that yes, way. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So. Heaven is heaven. Kind of finds a, a landing space on earth. Right. Yeah, <laughs> finds a place, and and it, it, and there. Whenever we encounter the glory of the Lord, it is a little bit disquieting. Like with Mary, right. Mary is yeah. like, "Whoa, what's going Wait, on here? What's going on? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a little bit too much to take in." And then, as I we mentioned in uh, the Annunciation to both Mary and to Joseph, the angel says, "The angel says in this moment, do not be afraid." Right. Yeah. I, I just think of, of that's always the first moment of angelic encounter or our Lord Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. He always meets us where we're at. And usually where we're at is, <laughs> is a sense of anxiety, yeah. fear, trepidation. Mm-hmm. We're uh-huh. kind of, we're in our feelings. Right. We're in our <laughs> to feelings. Use, to use the, to use the, the common phrase of yeah. the kids these days, they say we're all, we're all right. up in our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But it makes a, it, it's kind of a, it causes a kind of a, a kind of attention, right? Because yeah. there are the shepherds watching, waiting, waiting for the sun to rise, mm-hmm. and they they have that disposition to expect something, 
but that which actually arrives is the last thing they were actually expecting. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, to, or to, to, to exactly to expand on that, whatever they were expecting, it wasn't as it wasn't that. glorious yeah. and 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 awe-droppingly beautiful and glorious right. and overwhelming as it was. Yeah. Right. They were they were looking, as you said, for threats or friendlies. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what they got was an angel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bloom out of the water. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. That that even even if we're watchful for the Lord. <laughs> He's still going to surprise us. Yeah. It's not like it's going to be like, oh yeah, that that was Lord. You know, yeah. it's, it's usually not. Oh old yeah, Pat. that was Jesus. Yeah, it's not old no. Pat kind of thing. <laughs> it never yeah. works that way. The Lord loves to be watched for and expected, and He never fails to it's surprise. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and here we do that, an angel. Um, traditionally, this is once again, this is thought to be Gabriel, not named, but okay. going from the, the Catholic. He was busy that, that month. He was. Yeah. A, it was a busy month. It was. It was. Yeah. It, it, if you think of like the cosmic calendar of Gabriel, yeah. <laughs> the 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 aughts were were, were filled. The, the original aughts <laughs> were yeah, a busy right. a busy time for him. Yeah. <laughs> Earthbound anyway. <laughs> so what do we have? So so once again. And that peace of mind, that comfort, do not be afraid. And why don't be afraid? Because I'm going to proclaim good news. And the word yeah. here, gospel, right? The yeah. evangelium, the, mm-hmm. the, exactly. the, the telling of good news, uh, which is, I love how Be- uh, Pope Benedict remarks on this. We talked a little bit about the infancy mm-hmm. narratives last time. Yeah. Uh, and that idea that uh, when a king wanted to proclaim something he was doing, <laughs> right. it would be the quote unquote evangelium, the, the, the good news, yeah. basically uh, kind of the, uh, <laughs> kind of from the, I have the pastor's corner. It's from like right. the king's corner <laughs> from yeah. the king's court yeah the glad tidings <laughs> the glad tidings things. exactly mm-hmm. yeah you know, oftentimes about you know what, what he's doing with taxes or right. the, the new region he's just conquered or the, yeah. the lands he's added to the realm or whatever it is right. uh, uh, secular endeavors <laughs> of mm-hmm. kingly nature well the, the, this is now being used to describe uh the kingdom of god right breaking right. into their midst so good news of great joy for everyone for today in the city of David, so rooting it in that that sense of mm-hmm. the history of the Messiah or the expectation, a Savior has been born who is the Anointed One, right. the Messiah. Yeah. Remember last time we, we talked about, it's interesting, he uses uh, the Hebrew here, so in, in Greek this would be the Christ. Right. So here it's, it doesn't say who is Christ and Lord, it's the Messiah and Lord. Last right. time we mentioned Christ is not Jesus' last name. Yeah, exactly. So it could be... It could be uh, Adonai Messiah, right? right. So mm-hmm. Lord, Lord and Messiah, Messiah. Um, so that's that's the promise. And I think last time we said then, uh, once again, in, in both previous angelic counters, what you have is not only as a word of comfort, not only the message, which is surprising, mm-hmm. but then a sense of confirmation. And yeah, what's the exactly. confirming sign? Lest they think this was a hallucination or a dream yeah. or they run into town and guess what they find <laughs> yeah they find they find jesus in the swaddling clothes yeah he says you will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger so mm-hmm. he doesn't tell him where he doesn't say you know yeah go to the stable like four by like like we we think of we think of god's guidance as kind of a, like a gps coordinate right. sometimes mm-hmm. yeah like God is going to tell yeah. me, here's point A, you need to get point B. Right. And here's the way to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the road is, yeah, we want, we want kind of like a, a total like turn by turn yeah. reference where we just go down California and make a left on Clement. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. In some ways that would be nice. But I, a part of me thinks that if that's the way it was, we'd be so focused on kind of the direction the Lord gives, mm-hmm. we'd miss out on the experience of av- actually navigating there. Right. Like I have to say, well, when sometimes I'm going to a place and I don't know, I'm kind of 
you know, with good reason, just yeah. paying attention to the directions, I often miss the kind of <laughs> ambient clues that yeah. could get me back there. So right. I remember recently landmarks, I, landmarks yeah. and mm-hmm. just, just a, a feel for it. Sometimes you yeah. lose a feel if you're not. So I remember, uh, the, my, my, uh, I was driving somewhere as this goes back, but my, I, um, I had uh, forgotten to bring my phone or maybe my phone died, you know, it ran out of battery, mm-hmm. but some, some reason I didn't have access yeah. to the directions that I needed halfway through. And I thought, Oh, this is, I'm at a total, this is, I'm at a total loss here. Okay. Up a creek here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just because I've been so, I just, I've depended on that kind of mm-hmm. ever present, like now turn right now, turn left. I'm just, I wasn't paying attention to just the kind of even like the, what did the neighborhood feel like, right. you know, yeah. what, did, what, did, what were some landmarks that kind uh-huh. of stuck with me, that kind of thing. So the Lord does not give us, uh, in this it's analogy we're building, yeah. he doesn't give us kind of uh, instructions point by point, but he gives us in a way a kind of general sign and area to shoot yeah. for. And then part of the directing is being open and available to him, guiding us and nudging us at each right. moment. So mm-hmm. he gives a destination. <laughs> yeah. You're going to find a, a, you know, a, a babe lying in a manger, an infant in swaddling clothes in, in a stable. So go check out stables, but, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's more than one. I'll put it that right. way. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure this was a little bit of a, a scavenger hunt, right? <laughs> right. It has right. to yeah. be. Yeah. It, be. It, yeah. I don't think it was, it, it doesn't necessarily imply that this was an obvious kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's why that's in terms of how angels guide us. They don't guide us by like whispering in our ear, right. now turn left, now turn right, now right. respond to this situation. Not, but the Lord calls us certainly to love each day. And if we open ourselves up to the guidance of angels, they'll point out those signs, if you will, yeah. of what God is calling for from us. But it's going to take a certain receptivity in the mm-hmm. moment to be guided reliably to that destination. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so... And then just to, to, to um, how to put it, to emphasize the moment here, we get something which is unique in all of scriptures. I don't know. I don't know if you can, can you think of another place outside of the heavenly reality, which is uh, the new Jerusalem and heaven in revelation. So in other words, outsides of scenes of heaven. Right. So maybe Ezekiel, uh, kind of apocalyptic literature. Yeah. So mm-hmm. outside of, so um, bracketing <laughs> Revelation, bracketing those apocalyptic passes. literatures yeah. uh, in, in Daniel and Ezekiel and Revelation, I don't know if we find uh, heavenly hosts anywhere else in the Bible. Like platoons. Of yeah, like, like a whole horde. I mean, Jesus no. says I can summon it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's. I guess you've got you've got you've got the uh, you've got Jacob and, and Bethel when he when he when he's when he rests his head and he sees angels ascending. He sees a ladder. Yeah. Does he see Does he see a host of angels? I have to look that up. So just one or two, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. You've got of course the angels that guard uh, the Garden of Eden, but that's not a whole host. It only yeah. takes it only takes a couple of cherubim for that. What uh, about one of your favorite uh, passages in Exodus where the, where. Uh, Michael just arrives and who are you, sir? And oh yeah. I'm the captain of having Lou yeah. Hosnick just arrived. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not clear if did he, did he bring the host with him though? Maybe. Maybe. I don't I know. know. I know they, they, there, there are places in the, well, and then there's the uh, Senequiba where he sees, they see a heavenly host in the sky. Okay. So that, that comes to, okay. So maybe it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going through, but anyway, this is, this is a unique, if you yeah, will. Or, the point or, is that <laughs> this is unique within heavenly, the Heavenly host don't story. usually show up unless, um, 
Well, fr- frankly, unless Christ is involved somehow. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the point that yeah. they're his angels. Uh, and I like to make this point that angels are more numerous in the right. New Testament and around yeah. Christ than even in the old. So the heavenly hosts and they give us not only this, he, they give not only the shepherds a kind of, um, <laughs> kind of heavenly concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking about the exactly. season exactly. of Advent mm-hmm. and musical. He's kind of like, you know, we have beautiful concerts. Simon does a great exactly. job. Beautiful this. job. Yeah. Well, there you have a heavenly, uh, heavenly choir director. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Leading, leading, uh, <laughs> leading the heavenly host to sing. Uh, well, here's here. This by far, this is the only place that angels sing. When we think right. of angels. Oh, they're singing all the time. This is the one place where they sing. And what do they sing? Glory to God in the highest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is anytime there's a feast in the church, whether right. that's a Sunday or uh, any other day of the week where we have a feast yeah. day. The octave Easter, whatever yep. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's a feast day. Why? The Gloria. You yeah. Gloria, Gloria baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so, and sometimes you're like, hey, well, there's a feast day today. I said, did we Gloria? If exactly. We, if we glory, that means Christ is here. It means I've got, we've got good news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In some yeah. way, the presence of Christ is made manifest today and mm-hmm. through a saint or through a particular uh, celebration that yeah. we, we mm-hmm. had today. So exactly, yeah. echoing the angels. And it's, it's interesting when we, we say that uh, prayer at mass, either saying or singing it, it's, um, it's not that the angels join us or we imitate the angels yeah. simply, but it's that in singing that, we join them. Yeah, we They're join constantly. In that eternal hymn of praise. Yes. Of glory to God. We're just hooking in. Yes, yes. Yeah, plugging into that concert. Yeah. yeah. And of course, it, it reflects the, the Magnificat. You know, my right, soul proclaims the greatness, the greatness of, of the, the Lord. Lord. Yeah, so yeah. giving glory to God. Um, and that sense of the, the radiance of God's presence, which is mm-hmm. glory. And then so, so it reflects glory. And then on earth, peace. Yeah. It's interesting. The first virtue or gift of God given after the resurrection. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting here that the, even though it's not apparent right away as, and especially when we talk about guarding next week, right. <laughs> and there seems to be quite a bit of um, discord and disquiet and vi- frankly violence in the, in the murder of the Holy innocence. Yeah. But the blessing that the angels give is on earth. Peace. peace. Right. I never thought about that. Right. So you yeah. have both in the birth of Christ and in the resurrection of Christ, the first effect of the manifestation of the incarnation and then the resurrection, the two pivot points of our faith, yeah. that which both historically happened. And if we don't believe they happen, we're not really Christian. And in a sense, are unique to these are unique to Christianity. <laughs> they, they, yeah. I mean, this is what it means to be Christian, to believe that the son of God, the word incarnate, the word became incarnate. Mm-hmm was born, right. <laughs> rose from the dead. And the first effect of that in terms of the divine life is harmony. Right. It's mm-hmm. peace. It's a tranquility yeah. of order. Right. Yeah. And the angels announced that the, the, yeah. the magnificence of God and then the peace that we as human beings experience in the right. radiance of such glory. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting, like kind of going on a tan- little bit of a tangent with a uh, Tolkien. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. when he was, uh, his uh, whole thing with is that, something that's divine angelic of that part it he speaks of that in terms of song and mm. harmony and mm. music mm. um so that's why like in the lord of the rings for example there are so many songs i mean because it's to uh evoke god's presence means harmony music 
that part of the human experience. Yeah, and the, uh, the, I think of like the elves who are kind of angelic right. kind of, uh, he doesn't like the analogy straight across the right. board, but, yeah. but but they have a kind of angelic quality to right. them, yeah. have kind of the, the most developed music, mm-hmm. things like yeah. that, at least mm-hmm. of the different creatures. And in fact, one of the brothers were talking about the Cimmerillion and how the world was... Uh, created by song. Created yeah. by song. Yeah, and harmony, and, yeah. And this goes back to Genesis in the sense that the whole point of Genesis is there's three days of of ordering, of mm-hmm. kind of separation yeah. and distinguishing, you know, right. light and darkness, the, the the waters above the heavens from below, and then the, yeah. the earth from uh, the dry um, land, the dry from, land the, from, mm-hmm. the, from, from the from the waters, and um, and then there's a kind of decoration of that, but all of it is towards a sense of harmony of right. order. In other words, God, kind of in the beginning, there's chaos. Right. God creates harmony, order, peace. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. sin does what? <laughs> Destroys. It, yeah. Brings about chaos. And, brings, yeah. It's yeah, a return to chaos. And, uh, yeah. and so the word becoming incarnate and the resurrection go, uh, they're kind of days of create. They're kind of, if you will, culminating creation days, like right. God taking right. the next step within creation. So there's right. a new creation. Right. And ultimately the last step, so the first step is the incarnation. The second step is the resurrection. And the third step will be the new Jerusalem when Christ right. comes again. And mm-hmm. so there's, there's, there's kind of sets of three that the first, there's kind of six days of that. And then, yeah. the, and for us, that Sabbath day comes with the threefold days of Christ, right. so to speak, yeah. mm-hmm. incarnation, resurrection, and then judgment and, yeah. and return to to uh, to that new creation. Oh, that, that was a great. That was a that was a great tangent in yeah. terms of reflection on peace. Um, and then from there, you get this cascading uh, moment of guidance when the, the, the so the angels leave, so they don't direct them. This is one that I would say: yeah. How do angels guide us? How does God guide us? Not by taking us by the hand. No, not at all. <laughs> the angels leave, and so then the shepherds—they're still in the field. Now what? They, exactly. <laughs> they have. They've got. So it's like, let us go. And see where this thing has taken place. So they, in other words, it's not clear exactly yeah. got step by step directions. It's like, okay, let's go let's go on a scavenger hunt. <laughs> let's yeah, go let's, figure yeah. let's mm-hmm. go figure this out. And then so they went in haste. So they they, they in other words yeah. they drop everything. This is this is right. mission number one. Yeah. No, nothing is more important, I think, of seeking first the kingdom of God here, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like seeking God's will first. And what does they do? They went in haste and they discovered Mary and Joseph. And once again, it mentions that signal, the infant mm-hmm. swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And when they came, what did they do? They shared sure. that message, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so this is, this is um, part of that sense of when angel guides us, doesn't guide us so that we're holy, <laughs> guides us so that we can be part of the process of the holiness of God coming about, right? Yeah. Right. So an angel, yeah. by definition, is a messenger, yeah. one who communicates God's word to us. Not so simply we can just sit on that word or just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to, so that we can ourselves share that word right. with yeah. others. And that's what it means to be gui- to be guided means to be capable of guiding others or empowered right. Right. to mm-hmm. share that good yeah. news uh, with others. And so one of the when saying, oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> You can struggle with clarity and what does God want me to do? When I, right. Well, once again, one of my kind of little spiritual <laughs> tips towards if we want to know God's will is, are we able to help others find God's will? Yeah. Because in in sometimes what we can't do for ourselves, we, we can somehow have insight for Strangely each other. do it for others. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And this is not like, and it works in reverse in terms of judging others. We often can be crit- more critical of others than we are of ourselves. But when it comes Very to guidance, it usually works the other way around, where if if, uh, if we can encourage and guide and be generous, suddenly we're activated in the ability for God to guide 
us yeah. in a way, in, in the proper way. Um, and then, of course, the, the Holy Family is amazed by this, and Mary reflects on it, so it yeah. deepens her sense of what the Lord is doing. And then the shepherds, they go back, where they return. Where are they returning to? I guess to the field. What else is in the field? Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. a huge population. Well, they have to get the, all the sheep back together <laughs> yeah. because they're probably scattered. They're, they're, they're out in the fields <laughs> giving praise. So no doubt, kind of like I have almost this image, uh, this goes beyond the scripture, but this image of, of them kind of like the first Pentecost day where Peter yeah. and all those are just like proclaiming. And, and there they are. They're just going out in the field. And whoever passes them as they, they're herding their sheep, they're going back, finding pastures. And there are people coming in to Bethlehem yeah. and out of Bethlehem. Once again, the census is on. So this is why yeah. everyone's come to that region. And they're just, they're like, who are these shepherds? They might've dipped into the, guys. Yeah. dipped into the fire water a little right. early, <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're praising God and they're glorifying God yeah. and, and that sense of guidance. So wrapping this up, what, 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 what do, what do, what do we uh, gather from that sense of the guidance uh, that our angel, our angelic guides uh, give us? Well, once again, some of the similar principles, but in order to be guided, we cannot be up on our feelings. Right. right. Yeah. They just say that's just a human thing. Don't make choices if you're, you know, bored, lonely, angry, <laughs> stressed right. out, mm-hmm. hungry, tired. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you, you yeah. need you're anxious in any way, stressed in right. any way. So be at peace. So right. that sense in which guidance can only take place when we open our hearts to the peace of the Lord, or at least that sense of, 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 of not being afraid or accepting that sense of his comfort and consolation. There's the surprise of, of here's a direction I want to go into, yeah. which is not what you're thinking. Here's yeah. a, here's a, de- here's a destination point that you might not have considered when you got up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's not a point by point kind of turn. Yeah. It's, it's a general guidance, which is supported by that sense of the glory of the Lord kind of being infused in them and that sense of yeah. peace of mind and heart. But then it's up to them. They have to take the initiative right. with God's they grace. They have to put themselves out there. Yeah. Exactly. And in putting themselves out there, they become a guide for others. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in other words, they are truly guided only when they are uh, willing and able to help others. others yeah. And mm-hmm. by helping others, then they themselves experience the go. fullness exactly. of, of, of God's grace and yeah. power and presence. Um, yeah. So it's almost like, it's like the, the, the man who was healed of, for gratitude, you know, the, the lepers, right? Right. Everyone's, yeah. he, everyone is uh, cured, yeah. but only one is healed right. because in giving gratitude, the very going back to Christ and saying, thank you achieves the full healing that God had given yeah. to him. So to the shepherds in living in the field, the, that sense, mm-hmm. once again, that spiritual sense of no abiding home here right. <laughs> and watching for the Lord. So they're expecting it. They are able to experience that. Do not be afraid. That sense of there's something great that's just happened beyond your expectation. There's the general direction. <laughs> are you willing to put yourself out and go yeah. there in faith and in trust? And having got there, are you willing to share that experience to guide others? Only then have you truly experienced the fullness of what it means right to um to be living in god's will right yeah so join us next week for <laughs> yeah, for no, the magi right yeah the magi so next week so yeah. next week we'll be guarding yeah. and uh spoiler we'll, we'll do we'll do the magi the wise guys yeah. maybe we'll throw in a little jo- joseph too <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a band <laughs> it is, yeah. joseph and the wise guys joseph and the wise guys not to be flipping <laughs> but no there's there's a because their story is actually kind of they're they're of a piece uh in the gospel of Matthew. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Like, so yeah, the Joseph and the Magi yeah. <laughs> is Matthew, Mary, and the angel. Uh, the shepherds are in Luke. Luke. And yeah. there's angels in both. And oh, they, have you ever read the story of Jesus' birth in Mark? 
It's uh, kind of brief. It's not existent. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus starts preaching, then might as well and then we got the logos in John, which is right. actually right on Christmas. That's yeah. a, that's another topic for another yeah. another day. So, so, so uh, thank you for joining us for uh, Saint Dominic's Weekly. If you want to help the video cast and podcast, you know what to do. Uh, share us on your social media. Tell other people. Uh, share this joy with others, and uh, yeah. and uh, and. Uh, Email us or either of us for any questions of podcast or any that uh, feedback or anything. Yeah. We always appreciate feedback. You know who you are. Thanks for all your encouragement and, and all the interesting people telling me, oh, I listen to your podcast when I do X, Y, or Z. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think many people listen to the podcast when they're not multitasking. So 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 happy to help and inspire your multitasking <laughs> <laughs> and make all that you do, whatever tasking, solo or multi, truly as we anticipate the coming of Christmas, radiate the joy the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen? Amen.